Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Faces of TBI podcast series, the number one podcast for brain injury and concussion resources. I am Amy Zellmer, founder of FacesofTBI.com and your host. Today, I will be chatting with Dr. Sean Kornfeld, and we're going to be talking about, I've gone home and rested, now what? This episode is brought to you by Integrated Brain Centers, Located in Denver, Colorado, Drs. Shane Stedman and Perry Maynard are experts in functional neurology and treat complex concussion cases from around the country. With over 20 years of combined experience, they are leaders in helping patients who are suffering from post-concussion symptoms, including dizziness, vertigo, headaches, dysautonomia, and more. For your free consultation, you can find them online at integratedbraincenters.com. Hello, I am Amy Zellmer, and you're listening to Faces of TBI, a podcast series for survivors, by survivors, raising awareness about traumatic brain injury, one podcast at a time. Those of you who might not know who I am, I am a TBI survivor from a fall on the ice in February of 2014. I'm a frequent contributor to the Huffington Post, Thrive Global, and the Goodman Project, and I've published a book called Life with a Traumatic Brain Injury, Finding the Road Back to Normal, which is available on Amazon. Additionally, I'm editor-in-chief of the Brain Health Magazine, and you can get a free digital subscription at thebrainhealthmagazine.com. You can learn more about me and the podcast at facesoftbi.com, and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Amy Zellmer. And I also invite you to join my private Facebook group, Amy's TBI Tribe, to connect with other survivors, caregivers, and loved ones. Today, my guest is Dr. Sean Gregory Kornfeld, and he is an experienced chiropractic neurologist and functional neurology practitioner. He has completed over 500 hours of postdoctoral training in neurology and hyperbaric medicine that has allowed him to help hundreds of patients from all over the world. He is the lead clinician at Plasticity Centers of Colorado, where he manages the care of patients with complex neurological conditions, including but not limited to post-concussive syndrome, autism spectrum disorder, multiple sclerosis, Parkinson's disease, mild cognitive impairment, traumatic brain injury, vertigo, hypoxic and anoxic brain injury, and developmental delay. Welcome to the podcast, Dr. Kornfeld. Hello, Amy. Thank you very much for having me, and I really appreciate being on. Yeah, well, I'm thrilled to have you here today and discussing, you know, I I think um, the title of your topic, you know, I've gone home and rested, now what, Um, I think is like the perfect title because I'm sure many people listening have heard that exact phrase from their doctor, you know, just go home and rest. Um, so I'm excited to dive into that today. But first, I would love to start by asking you, you know, what brought you here? What got you into working with patients with brain injury? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, you know, I, I went to uh, chiropractic school in Palmer uh, in Daytona Beach, Florida. And while I was there, um, you know, I thought I was going to do the conventional chiropractic route and help people with uh, musculoskeletal and back and neck pain and things along those lines. And while I was there, I realized um, 
kind of got exposed to neurology and how we can do more than um, a conventional chiropractor in terms of adjusting and manipulating joints, but we can also um, look at the brain a little bit differently and really fill in a hole or a gap in the healthcare system that I've uh, noticed from an early age um, in terms of what to do when there's no physical um, injury, or in other words, what mm-hmm. is there to do mm-hmm. when there when imaging shows up negative and, um, you know, there's no medicine or surgery needed for some of these conditions. And that's really what got me uh, started going down the rabbit hole with learning more about how we can use um, a brain function perspective in terms of a structural perspective to really try to help individuals. And from there, you know, the first few patients I've seen through observation and shadowing while in school, I really got hooked from there and really dove into this, did a lot of, um, postdoctoral training and, and specialty training to really make sure that I'm knowledgeable in, in this area and, and have the expertise to be able to help uh, people that might not have been able to get the help that they need uh, through other various methods. And since then, it's, it's almost become addicting just really being able to see um, all of the lives that, uh, you know, we've been able to change uh, through everything that we do here at Plasticity Centers and, and through uh, this extensive training as well. So it's been really great so far. Yeah, and, you know, I think chiropractors are often overlooked, um, especially, like, when you've had a brain injury. Um, and, and to be fair, not, not all chiropractors have the specialized training um, in functional neurology. So, you know, many of them have probably at least heard of it um, and might be able to point you in the right direction. Um, but, you know, I, I think often our first person we go to is our GP, right? Our general practitioner. And we're often told, oh, you just need to to rest, um, take time away from computers and screens and phones and no music, no books, no bright lights, no bright rooms, just stay in a dark room and basically sleep for a few weeks. Um, I know that's what I was told. Um, And, you know, we've, we've learned that's antiquated, um, information, that that's no longer really the recommended route, um, but yet that's still the information that's, that's being given out by a lot of doctors. Um, and so, you know, we go home and we rest and we don't feel any better. <laughs> um, you know, the outliers, that 20% that don't get better in the first few months. Um, so, yeah, you know, what, what is next? What, what do we do after we've stayed in our dark room and rested? What you know, it's expected of us next. Yeah, I think you bring up a really valid point. One of the things that's been, uh, you know, very frustrating to me and other people in the field as well is a lot of um, a lot of patients are being recommended outdated, uh, you know, data or evidence that suggests that we should really go home and rest um, for an extended period of time. And we, we see patients here that have been told, uh, you know, a year out of, of their injury or a year post-injury um, that they should still be resting and, and things of that nature. And, um, you know, it's just, it's just not uh, what we know about brain injuries nowadays. So I, I think the first thing that you need to do um, when you do get a head injury or brain injury is you definitely do want to get imaging done because you really do want to make sure that nothing life-threatening or, or um, really, really serious is going on. Um, like a brain bleed or something along those lines. 
Um, and then it is true to some measure, you, you definitely do want to go home and rest, but it should be for just a short period of time. So I, I always tell patients about two to four weeks, probably closer to the two-week mark. Um, by then, your brain should be able to adapt on its own, and your symptoms should start to improve. Not necessarily go away, but they should start to noticeably improve. And if they don't, like you were talking about, the outliers of, um, you know, that 20% of people that don't necessarily start to improve on their own, that's where something like um, neurological rehabilitation can really come into play. So that's where we, we know that the imaging is negative um, or, or normal. We know that, um, you know, there's nothing structural going on that's where coming in and getting an evaluation with how your brain is functioning and interacting with its environment should really be the next step um, to make sure that you're getting the specific uh, stimulation to specific areas or regions in the brain that are not working correctly anymore due to your injury. Yeah, and I'm trying to think of the way it's been phrased. Like, um, resume activity with as tolerated is is that kind of the right phrasing um you know yes go home and rest for a little while but then start trying to resume some of your activities as they're tolerated um and i know for me that was sort of a good marker of like i'm not getting better because like i was trying to resume activities and like everything just flared up my symptoms and it was so frustrating to me that, you know, my doctors continue to tell me, oh, well, there's really nothing we can do for a concussion. You just, like, have to wait it out, um, and it'll just get better on its own. And for me, that was two and a half years until I found functional neurology. Um, and it's like, you know, that's two and a half years of your life that you can't get back, right? Where had we just been sent in the right direction earlier, just like how different could our lives have turned out, right? And I mean, two and a half years isn't that long. Some people I know it's been 5, 10, 15, 20 years, right? Um, so, you know, how 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 does someone listening um, who is still being told, you know, we can't do anything for you, just give it more time, um, you know, like, what advice do you have? Like, where should they go? How, what should they turn to? How can they find someone like you? Yeah, I think the, the most important thing is to just acknowledge, you know, at first, at least the frustration. Um, you know, we, we definitely don't, uh, we, we definitely want more out of the healthcare system, and we definitely want um, patients or people to not have to be their own advocates. But unfortunately, with, with brain health overall, that seems to be where we're at right now. In terms of what to do, um, you know, I really think that some of these uh, different types of resources, like this podcast, for example, is a great way to really find um, information, uh, whether it's through the alternative route or whether it's just things that you haven't thought of. Um, Facebook is another great resource. Um, all of these TBI groups or concussion groups is another great way to really get a lot of resources. Um, something I know that we're trying to do here at Plasticity Centers is we're trying to create a, um, a group or networking uh, way for um, patients to actually bounce ideas off of each other and use our own patient base as a resource for um, them to be able to uh, figure out, you know, what, what is this person doing that I'm not doing and, and what's worked for them and can I follow that route and things of that nature. 
In terms of finding, um, you know, specific practitioners, functional neurology in particular is uh, pretty widespread throughout the United States. Um, we do have, um, you know, a lot of people practicing this discipline um, in, in really a lot of the major cities throughout the U.S., um, but we'd like to get more, right? And that's something that we're trying to focus on as well. That way patients don't have to travel um, to come and see us and things like that. Um, I do know that, um, you know, specifically for our company or our practice, we're trying to provide a lot of resources for patients as well. So that's through our website. Um, we do a lot of concussion panels, a lot of talks, a lot of, um, you know, free resources and information for patients to just learn more about um, what they're going through in their injury. And I think primarily to find, uh, you know, realize that they're not alone and that there's other people going through the same thing mm, as well. Yeah. So uh, I think that that's very validating for a lot of people and, um, you know, something that instills some confidence. Um, and, and that's just the start. You know, we're, we're um, trying to do more as, as much as we can. Um, and in terms of, you know, how patients can find us, um, you know, we're located in Littleton, Colorado. It's right outside of Denver. And we offer, um, you know, complimentary phone consultations. If you're, if you're uh, living here or local to Colorado, we also offer um, in-person complimentary consultations, too, just to figure out if you're a good candidate for everything that we offer. And then we can go through an exam or an evaluation and um, really pinpoint specific areas in the brain that really need to be rehabilitated. And what I really like about what we offer here is we have a lot of equipment and technology that allows us to measure and show the patient um, what is going on with their brain and what is going on with um, things that are related to your brain, like your eyes or your balance or your cognition. And I like that because you don't have to rely on the practitioner to tell you what they see, um, you know, based on their naked eye or their experience, but we're actually able to show objective data before and after therapy um, so that patients are able to see measurable improvement as well. Mm. Yes. And, you know, I think that is one of the really cool parts of functional neurology is, um, you know, for me, I'll back up just a little bit. For me, um, I knew that this dizziness I had wasn't normal. I knew that something was wrong with my eyes. Um, and the doctors just kept telling me, oh, you're fine. You, you know, you're fine. There's nothing we can do for you. And I was like, but I can't live like this. Like, dizziness is so debilitating um, when you constantly just feel nauseous from everything kind of moving around you. Um, and when I found functional neurology and the first thing I was told was, yeah, it's your eyes. They're not, they're not tracking together properly. And it was like, wait, wait a minute what? Because <laughs> like I've been told by numerous doctors that it's not possible that it's my eyes. Um, and so, you know, that was for one, it was just validating to have someone be like, oh yeah, you're right. You're not crazy. You're not, you're not imagining any of this. It's, it's real. Um, but then to, to be able to show me, um, I, I believe it's called the VNG where you put these goggles on and, and you stare at different dots and move your eyes in different ways. And, and um, they can show you the recording of that and what your eyes are doing. And it makes so much sense. 
um, why you feel the way you feel. And then, you know, after however many treatments or sessions that you do, and then you retest that and you're just like, wow, look at my eyes now. Um, I do think that is one of the coolest things with functional neurology is just the technology that you guys utilize um, and tap into. And, you know, unfortunately, it's, it's, you know, typically not covered by insurance, which is, you know, a whole other topic. Um, but it's just, I don't know, it's just so powerful to be able to see, like I said, to see your eyeballs and how they're like just squiggling all over the place. Um, and then after you do several days or weeks or whatever of exercises and see how that settled down and they're, they're kind of back to normal. And it's just so profound, right. Um, and, and completely validating. And that's just one example. That's just like the VNG in your eyes. And there's so many other cool things that you guys do. Um, so maybe uh, Dr. Kornfeld, maybe you could jump into a little bit of, of actually some of the symptoms that people with brain injury exhibit that maybe don't understand can be treated like the eye and dizziness stuff, you know, we're kind of told we just have to deal with it, but what are maybe some of the other things um, that you have seen patients um, for that have been told now that, that we can't help that? Yeah, absolutely. And, and just to touch on what you were saying before, you know, I always tell patients that the brain is, is just a giant processing computer, basically, is, ha is how I look at it. And it's only as good as the sensory information coming in. So an example of this is, you know, on your computer, for example, when you type something, that's the sensory information coming in. And the computer is going to process that input and then have an output as a result. So if you're typing something on the computer, you might see words show up on the uh, document that you're typing on, right? And it's the same thing with the brain. When the brain processes sensory information, it's going to have an output as a result. And that output can be, you know, thoughts. Uh, it could be um, things like dizziness. It could be cognition or memory. Um, it could be a motor output. So it could be going to reach for a glass of water or your keys or driving a car, things like that. So what we see all the time with brain injuries is the sensory information coming into the brain is altered. And that's kind of what you were touching on with the, with the VNG is seeing how your eyes are not working together or how they're not moving smoothly, um, experiencing things like dizziness. All of those are abnormal sensory inputs into the brain. The brain is then processing sensory abnormalities, and as a result, the output is abnormal. Um, and, you know, that could lead to headaches, it could lead to uh, dizziness, vertigo, things like that. So in terms of the symptoms that we commonly see, it's very, very common for us to see headaches. Um, light noise sensitivity is a big one as well. Um, we also see a lot of dizziness, a lot of vertigo. Um, a lot of patients describe dizziness, but it's actually lightheadedness that they're experiencing too, where they're changing mm -hmm. positions mm -hmm. or they're getting up and standing up too quickly and they experience lightheadedness, which is typically lack of oxygen or blood flow to the brain as well. Um, we also are able to uncover a lot of compensations that the brain actually is um, trying its best to adapt to. So in other words, we see a lot of patients that come in, they say that they don't really have much uh, balance issues, for example, but they also have extreme light sensitivity. 
And when we run them through our balance testing, which isolates the different systems of balance, um, and, and by isolating them, basically the brain is not able to compensate for their lack of balance. They actually end up having um, balance issues. So another way of saying that is um, balance is ha- basically consists of three main t- uh, systems. It consists of your visual system, your motion system or vestibular system, and then the feedback that you get from your legs. Well, when you're in real life and you're walking down the street, you're able to use all three systems. So if one is not working as well as it should be due to an injury, for example, your brain is able to upregulate the other two uh, systems so that your balance is still good and stable. But when we go through the testing here and we isolate those different systems without the ability to compensate, we're, we're really bringing to light the um, abnormalities in the system or in each system. Um, and that's where we get a lot of patients that have balance issues without them actually even knowing it. Um, and that can lead to a whole slew of secondary types of symptoms, like, for example, fatigue. Because if, you're, if one of your balance systems isn't working appropriately and the other ones have to work extra hard, now that's extra fatiguing to your system. Um, so an analogy that we use with patients all the time is something like tug-of-war. So if you're doing tug-of-war, and you have three people on your team, and all three people are pulling as hard as they can, you don't really have to pull too hard to, um, you know, to win. But if one person isn't pulling their weight, now the, ex- the other two people have to work extra hard, and that causes extra fatigue for them. And it's really the same thing with the different systems of your brain. So, um, you know, for a lot of these symptoms, that, that you know, other practitioners might consider something that's uh, not treatable, we really want to look at how are they working together, how are they working individually, and then what can we do to uh, stimulate those systems and get them to reorganize and, and recalibrate, really, and get them working back, uh, you know, in conjunction with the other uh, systems of the brain as well. Sorry, I forgot I muted myself. <laughs> I had sneezed earlier. Um, yeah, you know, I... It's amazing how our bodies compensate. And I remember for me, um, when I fell, I like, I um, twisted my rib cage and dislocated my sternum. And I, I have, you know, physical injuries on top of the brain injury. But I just remember feeling like my right leg um, must have gotten injured, like I would start dragging my foot as it got later in the day. And then when I had my full exam, my functional neurology exam, it was actually my left leg was the problem. It wasn't it wasn't pulling its weight. <laughs> and so that right leg was compensating, therefore it was getting tired. That's why I was dragging my foot. Um, so I thought that was super interesting here the whole time. I was like, oh, my gosh, I must have done something to my right leg um, when it was actually my left leg not working properly. And, you know, I think there's so many symptoms that people – you know, they're either told like, oh, that's not possible. You must be imagining it, whatever, whatever. I, I mean, we've all heard all of that. Um, and in reality, I think some of our symptoms are actually compensations. Would, would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. So take, for example, um, vision or light sensitivity, right? So when the brain can't rely on its more fundamental systems, like 
vestibular function, for example, which is the ability uh, to perceive gravity, perceive the environment, know where you are in relation to everything else. When that system, and we see that typically impacted by concussion, when that system isn't working well, your brain has to get that sensory input from something else so that it knows where you are and what's going on. So it upregulates your visual system typically, and that's where we see a lot of people with light sensitivity. So, yeah, to, to directly answer your question, we, we see a lot of improvement in people's light sensitivity, for an example, by doing a lot of vestibular rehabilitation, which a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of people would think, oh, how, how does that work? There's not much relation to that. Vestibular function is typically, you know, dizziness, vertigo, things like that. Why would that relate to light sensitivity? Um, and it's because of something like that where there's compensations going on that will, um, you know, increase a person's or upregulate rather a person's visual system to compensate for that lack of vestibular function. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our brains are just absolutely amazing and how they can compensate for, you know, what's been injured. Um, And, you know, I think that is the main key to functional neurology as you guys look at the entire system, you look at the whole body. You're not just looking at one specific symptom or one specific thing. You're looking at the whole thing. And I think that is why you guys get such amazing results. And, you know, obviously every single person is different. So every single person needs a different approach or strategy. Um, Whereas, you know, oftentimes we get put into a PT or an OT program and just a cookie cutter program. Everybody does the same exact thing and it might not help you, right? It might've helped someone else, but it's not helping you because that's not specifically what you need. Um, So I think that's where functional neurology just, you know, shines um, in how they're able to help people struggling after a brain injury. Um, So Dr. Kornfeld, we're just about out of time, uh, but I would love to wrap up by asking you, you know, your, your final thoughts for our listeners, your final words of advice for anyone listening who is still struggling um, after their injury. Yeah, I think that it's really important to understand that it might feel like you're alone and going through this by yourself and, and this is a unique situation to you. And, and it's not to take away from, from the pain and suffering that you're experiencing, but I think at the same time it's important to understand that there are a lot of people that are going through these things that are mm-hmm. looking for yeah. answers. And that's really something that we take to heart. To touch on what you were saying um, about, you know, every patient needing something different. We fully recognize and understand that, too. And in addition to the treatments and therapies that we offer here, we also really try to make it a point to have an extensive referral network with some of the best and brightest, um, you know, in different fields that can really help uh, patients that might not, um, you know, might not get the full benefits of, of everything that we're doing here. Or maybe they have a couple lingering symptoms as well. So we've partnered with vision therapists, neurofeedback counselors, mm. um, functional medicine practitioners, all of those things. So I really like um, not just helping people improve their symptoms and their quality of life, but also being that resource navigator almost for a lot of patients, um, you know, that, that are looking for other things or need other things to help them function as well. So I, I would say to everybody out there, you know, 
we, we can be a really good resource for you, whether it's just simply checking out our website and looking at some of the resources listed there uh, with our videos or partnerships and things like that, um, or if it's just giving us a call and, and doing something like a consult, we can definitely help point you in the right direction and recommend you know, what would be best for your particular situation based on your specific symptoms as well. And hopefully that just bridges the gap between the hopelessness and, and feeling lost and having a good plan and, and roadmap ahead, which I find a lot of people place a lot of value in and, and you know, really prioritize as well. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, Dr. Kornfeld, thank you so much for being here today. And um, just so everybody knows how to get in touch with you, your website, they can find you at plasticitybraincenters.com. And as you mentioned earlier, uh, you guys offer free consultations either on the phone or in person if someone is local to you. Anything else to add to that? Um, no, I think that that's, that should do it. Um, our website is uh, – our actual website is plasticitycenters.com. We took out that brain. However, if you uh, type in plasticitybraincenters.com, it will still redirect you, so that's fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, we also um, are on Instagram, YouTube, uh, Facebook as well. Um, we just want to provide, you know, as many uh, resources to all the people out there as possible. So our different social media platforms have uh, different types of um, resources as well. But um, but yeah, other than that, it, it's um, it, it's really something that could be really helpful for you. So I definitely encourage you guys to go check it out. Great. Thank you so much for being here today. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. I really appreciate it. I've, I've been a fan of the show, and I've, I've listened to some of the other interviewees as well, and it's really great what you're doing, just providing a lot of resources and, and a lot of uh, different varieties of um, interventions and practitioners available as well, which I think, you know, as we've discussed, is, is something that a lot of people are looking yeah. for. So I really appreciate everything that you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's been wonderful having you here today. And again, that's plasticitycenters.com. And there is a clickable link in the show notes. So wherever you are listening to this, you can click through um, on that clickable link. And just another big thank you to our sponsor, Integrated Brain Centers. You can find them online and schedule your free consultation at integratedbraincenters.com. And you can find previous episodes on most streaming platforms, such as iTunes and Spotify, or directly at facesoftbi.com. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Amy Zellmer. And also don't forget to join Amy's TBI tribe on Facebook. Thank you all for listening, and thank you for being a part of my journey. Have a great day, everyone, and I'll see you in the next episode.